Hello and welcome to the Seven Capital Industry Roundup, where each month we round up some of the headlines that are impacting the property market. My name's Tom, and I'm once again joined by Seven Capital's Head of Marketing, Callie Godfrey. How are you today, Callie? I'm good, thank you. Excellent. So we've had a very busy June, and there's a lot to go over. Uh, I think one of the biggest headlines is the fact that renting is now more affordable than buying a home. So what we've seen is that the monthly payments on renting uh, property now equate around £1,050 as of May 2021, whereas a first-time buyer is now facing mortgage payments on average of £1,125. So, Callie, what do you think this means for both landlords and uh, renters? I think there's a couple of things we need to touch on here. Um, first instance, the, the kind of rental market in terms of investors, obviously there is going to be more rental demand. Um, so it's positive in that respect. Um, there's going to be put more people in the rental market. And you have to remember that some people do actually want to rent. So it's a benefit for them. You know, we're, we're turning more to a culture where renting is more common um, as it is in Europe. Um, so there is, there is that side of it. The other side, obviously, is that there is more of a barrier for first-time buyers, um, which is a negative point. But at the same time, you know, if you're getting onto the property ladder, it doesn't really matter in terms of the monthly payments. Um, you're paying off a mortgage. It's essentially a pension fund. It's always an investment. Um, and there are things that the government are doing to make it easier still. So you've got 95% mortgages available now, which, although the monthly payments are going to be higher, it's easier for buyers to get onto the property ladder. Yeah, it's definitely sort of symptomatic of this generation rent Absolutely. that we are turning towards. It's a more European model. Um, whereas there's always been a culture of buying in the UK, we are seeing now people starting to rent more. Um, so that brings us nicely onto the next headline, which is that the stamp duty threshold is now dropping to £250,000. So we all know about the stamp duty holiday that has been occurring. Uh, obviously, the original threshold was any property up to £500,000. Uh, it was a nil band rate, essentially. Um, but now, as of July 1st, that's been lowered to £250,000. So that means there's now around 700,000 homes uh, that can go through the sales process. And as we work through that backlog, we'll probably see transaction activity uh, increase. Callie, what do you think this means for sort of more affordable emerging areas? Um, I mean, it's, it's still positive for the more affordable areas because we have still got that um, the kind of nil rate below 250000 So now you could still get a benefit from, from the stamp duty savings where you, where you are paying below that. There is also still a benefit for higher um, price properties because you're still not paying on the first 250000 So it's still there. And we did know that this was coming. You know, this, it's obviously going to happen. The stamp duty is going to go back to normal later on in the year. Um, so, yeah, I think the emerging location side is really positive for. And I think people just need to consider where, where they want to save and, and what their priorities are when they're buying. Yeah, for sure. And I think there's a real opportunity for people that are buying in these more affordable areas for just higher yields. You know, obviously, mm -hmm. you've got some of these locations that are more affordable, but then you are still having the amenities and the regeneration that is helping drive the yield. So yeah, there's definitely still a window of opportunity for people to benefit. Um, and then, you know, another headline, as has been the case for the whole year almost, um, we are seeing um, positive changes in house prices. So it's mostly been on an upward trajectory since um, you know, August 2020 almost, um, we saw all that pent-up demand come out and we saw month-on-month -month increases. So Nationwide recorded a 10.9% change in house prices in May 2021. Um, what do you think is really driving that? So in the last episode, we spoke about sort of, um, you know, it's the, it's the stamp duty holiday, it's the low interest rates. Do you think there's something else that is keeping it going? 
I mean, we've got it here from the experts that suggesting a bit of a race for space. Um, people's priorities have changed. People want gardens, outdoor spaces, bigger living areas. A lot of people working from home now, and so they want a comfortable place to actually do that. And um, so I think that's obviously stimulated the market as well as the stamp duty. Um, as you say, we did touch on it last month, kind of how that's driving demand. Um, I think going forward, we're probably going to see that prices do level out. That's what, um, uh, not prices, sorry, the growth does level out. Um, that's what Knight Frank have kind of spoken about. But I think long term, and that's what you should be thinking if you're if you're investing or if you're buying a home. Um, we've we've seen over you know historically that house prices double every 15 years on average in the UK. So there is still going to be growth there. It may just be that it's at a little bit of a slower pace than we've seen over the last 12 months with everything that's been in place to kind of speed that up. Yeah, exactly. And we've always seen that, you know, it's not timing the market, it's how long you're in the market for. And as you said, mm -hmm. quite rightly, people should be thinking long-term, especially investors thinking yeah. about what could happen. You know, there is still a window of opportunity, even though the prices have been going up you know, there's not there's not any sort of evidence really to show that it's going to slow down anytime soon. It is just speculation at this point. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, going on to our final headline, uh, property transactions uh, are forecasting a high um, going forward. So we obviously saw a boom at the start of the year with the stamp duty holiday, which was a big driver. Um, we did see a dip in April, so a 36% dip in transactions. Um, what do you think may have caused that dip and do you think it will continue? Um, I mean, it's not really set to continue. And I think there may have been, that dip may have been caused by the fact that people originally thought that the stamp duty holiday was ending at the end of March. Um, so I suppose in that in that month leading up to that, it may have slowed people down in terms of their, you know, their actual motivation to move. So that could be a factor there, but that is purely speculation, really. Yeah, of course. And I think, you know, you're going to have this natural property cycle that occurs where things, it, it peaks and troughs, mm -hmm. uh, the activity does. But I think as the restrictions are eased, we'll see sort of the viewing and the, the, the people can travel. And then, you know, the, as the processes change and we are sort of allowed to get out there more, um, I think more people will be inclined to consider investing. Definitely. Yeah, I suppose touching on the overseas market as well, it's going to be easier for overseas investors and buyers to actually come over and view properties. And although, yes, they may not be getting as much of a stamp duty saving and, you know, the kind of... Um, there are going to be changes in the market. There, it, there is that ability now to come over if, if you do want to come and view. Yeah, and there will be. Yeah, for sure. And what we've seen in history is that it's we're following a similar time frame to other years, right? So twenty sixteen is a good example. We followed pretty much the exact same sort of trajectory. Um, but 2021 has been enhanced or accelerated by the stamp duty holiday. And there's always the potential that the backlog of transactions will offset the uh, reductions in that. Absolutely. Uh, so that wraps up the June Industry Roundup. Thanks again for joining us today, Kelly. Thank you for having me. Uh, if you're looking for more information on property investment, you can check out our entire series of free investment guides on our website, 7capital.com. And as always, if you've enjoyed this month's uh, Industry Roundup, we'd love to hear from you in the comments. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel where you can find a lot more videos that can help you with your property investment journey. See you next time.